0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age various by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call from the podium where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host, audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Tuesday, as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Seattle Seahawks this Saturday, so the media schedule is a little different this week, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and linebacker Nick Bolton. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout, and then when we get back, we'll wrap things up with Nick Bolton. Here's Andy Reid.
1: Just today, uh, the D-line room, um, so Michael Dana... Um, Chris Jones, and then Colin Saunders are all sick. Um, uh, and then jo, uh, Jody Fortson has uh, had an elbow, um, his elbow sublux. So um, he he won't practice today either. And he'll, he'll struggle to make it to the game as we go forward. Tough kid, but uh, he got banged up there pretty good. Um, other than that, everybody will be out there and rolling. We look forward to the challenge of playing Seattle, you know, they're right in the middle of, uh, the playoff hunt and, um, you know, so w- we know they're gonna come in here, uh, ready to roll. And, um, and likewise, our, our group is, uh, you know, this, we got quarter of the season left here that we've got to take care of business on. So it should be a heck of a football game. Uh, they're well coached and, uh, uh, they've got good players. So, um, but we welcome them in to Arrowhead. I know everybody will We'll, we'll be there uh, in red and ready to go. So uh, on Christmas Eve, no better place to be. So look forward to uh, the challenge. Andy, Time yours. Andy, anticipate uh, you McCall Hardman getting activated this. Yeah, stadium. McCall. Uh, there's a good chance. Yeah, he'll practice. You know, he'll practice uh, with the guys today and see if we can't get him in there a little bit.
2: Andy, with the AFC West showed up, but you know, sort of one of your first checkpoints. How much do you tangibly talk about the pursuit of the number one seed? I mean, is it just understood? How do you how do you go about that?
1: Yeah, the guys know. I mean, they, they've been through this, and so uh, they understand it. And, um, uh, you know, the only thing I have to say is just what I told you guys. I mean, it wasn't any different than I told the players, is that uh, we have a quarter of the season, 11 very important games, so we've got to take care of our our business and and That's where our focus has got to be,
2: Coach. Uh, Clyde edwards that he's eligible to be designated return to practice this week. Where do you see him in his progress, and how, how close is he to? He's return?
1: getting close. He's not quite, quite there yet. But he's get he is getting close. But he anyway, he's working his tail off. But we'll just we'll see. He won't he won't be out there this week.
3: Considering the, the Jody news, we have and we haven't talked about Blake Bell in a long time. Is, is there a, an, an idea that he might be available at some? Yeah, level? there's
1: a there's a chance that that happens. Yes, yeah. Cool.
3: And
2: you, Andy, this week uh, Patrick had historic performance for completion percentage. I just wondered what you thought pre-evaluating what yeah. from
1: it. Yeah, no, I thought he um, had a he had a tremendous game. Um, I I thought, you know, and I, I mentioned it after the game, just in particular, coming off the game from the prior one. Um, it's a great example for our football team of how you go back and you you fix an issue if you had an issue there, so and do it. The right way, and and um, and that's how that's what he did. Um, he dug in and and uh, and it really came out and had a, had a great game. Coach, but, a lot of people um, may have thought that Seattle was going to take a step back after trading Russell Wilson this off season. What have you seen on film? I know with the short time that you've been able to see that Pete Carroll has done with you know Geno Smith playing as well as he has with the receivers, and of course Kenneth Walker at running back. Yeah, sure. So um, I, I've always been a Geno fan. I, I like his game. I like the kid. Uh, we brought him in here, smart kid, um, and uh, you know he's had this career that's been up and down, but he's in a good place now and, and I know Pete um, is using him, and he's doing very well. so uh, and the runner is a, he's a heck of a player now, so the young, young runner that they've got. Um, yeah, you, know, you gotta make sure you wrap him up. He he brings a load with him too. So, good player. You guys
3: uh, had a couple of kicks again <coughs> on Sunday, and they've gone back and looked through those. Is there a thread you can put on the mechanics of anything that's happening between everyone? Yeah, I mean, I know
1: what's what, what's been said out there. I mean, you know, but we we look at everything, and uh, um, and so I'm not gonna get into it. But I mean, I you know we there was nothing that gets bias on it. We we look at everything and. And we just we got to get through this, and uh, um, you know they all take responsibility <laughs> between the three of them. And um, but we'll we'll get it we'll get it worked out.
3: It's a very complicated thing. I mean, people just take it for granted, right? That sure. you just snap it and do it. There's kind of a science to it, right? I mean, We'll probably ask Dave a little bit more about it. But uh, as you watch this go through, they've been together for a little while now. Is it surprising that something like this is happening with, with a group that's been
1: together? No, I listen. You see that um, a little bit like a batter. I mentioned it before. Just you, you know, you get into a little bit of a, a funk, and that, that ball looks small, and uh, all of a sudden you work through that, and it looks big, big again, and uh, you, you start hitting it uh, better. So, and, and that's where we're at. We're working through it. Um, still have a ton of trust in the process there. Um, you know, uh, we just have to work through it. You
3: know. In the days following the game, how has Candarius responded, and is there a sense that he can increase a little bit more this week?
1: Yeah, I loved his energy on the sideline. He, uh, um, you know, he got a, a total of 10, ten plays with the special teams involved, um, which is good, and he he feels good, um, and so you know. We just take it gradually, and um, like like you know McColl when when he gets back in the flow, just take it take it gradually, and, um, and we'll will see see if we can't keep both of them rolling.
3: As a player and a coach, you're used to getting you know feedback from from fans and from media and everything, and I know you have to block a certain amount of that, if not all of it out. Is it more frustrating when a former player says something like that?
1: Yeah, listen. I, a uh, uh, big personality, right? I mean, he loves to, loves to put his opinion out there. So I don't, I don't worry about all that. I mean, I, I we do our thing. We study all that stuff, and and um, uh, I, uh, everybody's got an opinion. I don't worry about all that. I don't worry about all that. Coach, I know you focus a lot on the office. When you. I would imagine spending a lot of my time on the defense side of football, but do you do you kind of step in a little bit when your defensive backfield they've given up the most touchdowns to wide receivers out of any team's lead to where you may suggest any type of changes that need to take place? Yeah, well, I would rather us just keep getting better at, at what we're doing. We're we're young, I mean that's no secret, <clears throat> and so. Um, you know, there's some things that we, we're improving on, and we'll keep improving on. But uh, Spag's got a good grasp of it, and uh, we all, you know, we, we talk, and we know what's going on there. Um, but we'll get that we'll get that fixed.
3: One more on the, on the offense. You guys haven't had McColl and Kadarius at the same time healthy for very long. What's your excitement factor if you get your whole group of wide receivers healthy for this stretch from what, what you guys maybe could do with all of it? Yeah,
1: well, I mean, they're they're both good players. So, <clears throat> and the the other guys are playing good too. I mean, it's great to see Sky and w- what he's done now, and um, you know, Quez and Juju. We've seen it before when they're on other teams, but they're they're playing well, and um, you know, whoever I'm missing in there, I, uh, Watson is doing a nice job. I mean, who would have thought of that at the the beginning of this thing? So, that, that'd be a you know uh, but we would welcome them back and and whatever role there's one ball whatever role we can uh put them all in we we would sure do yeah a couple more guys
3: seems these past two weeks there were close calls and and whatnot how much is there a sense if we can get the ball security right we would have a little bit more control you know 60 minutes
1: Yeah, we need to take care of that yeah we need to take care of that for sure uh uh, that and the penalties we gotta gotta clean up and um, the guys are aware of that we just gotta, we gotta, we gotta do it. And um, you work your fundamentals, your techniques, you practice those. Uh, um, take care of the penalty part of it, and then you go in and trust them in a game. And, and then you uh, keep that ball high and tight um, when you're carrying it, if that's a problem. And then, uh, you know, Pat, we talked about the interception part. He he worked hard on that last week, making sure. You know, his eyes were right and so on, and did a great job with that. So, uh, and that's where I say he was a great example for our team um, in both areas, the penalties and uh, just of how you take care of business. Uh, That becomes very important. I don't
3: want to say things can get unlucky, but I think in the last 16, you guys have had 10 fumbles and lost seven of them. There's there's a bit of a 50-50 thing when you're trying to recover the ball on the ground. that's not. Is practice like diving on the ball during practice or is that' not something you mess with at
1: this time no well you practice on covering so making sure all bodies are going to the ball both sides of the ball and um, and you hustle to it in case the ball does come out you're in a position where you can you you can get on it and uh, uh, that we talk about but you're not gonna you know we're not jumping on balls right now no
2: obviously the AFC West is all taken care of and now I seem to just you know, set your sights to you know where you're perched for the playoffs. You can't look at it as gotta get the number one seed or bust. On the other hand, create incentive for the number number one seed. how, how do you process that?
4: Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is you just focus on getting better as a team. Um, you want to be playing your best football going into the playoffs. And we have stuff that we have to clean up as far as turnovers on the offense and stuff like that. And so um, us focusing on ourselves and getting better um, and playing our best football, we want to just continue to build uh, build as a team and, and stack wins. And so that'll be important this week.
2: And Andy, Andy thought that you were specifically a good example of being able to go from one week to the next after the three interceptions the week before. How much do you feel like you specifically focused on cleaning that up
4: last week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you well, I looked at the tape of the Denver game, and there was just a lot of easy completions that I didn't take. And I was trying to be aggressive. And it worked sometimes, but obviously hurt us sometimes. And so uh, uh just, just went back to, went back to the, the fundamentals of taking what's there. Uh, when the stuff's underneath there, give it to the guys, let them make plays. And uh, we were able to have success. So uh, if I can just connect in those deep throws, I missed two of them in that game, then uh, we'll kind of have the best of both worlds. So I'll just continue to try to work on that stuff. And Patrick,
2: the 200 version ended up being shovel passes. Can you just walk us through your part of that and
4: kind of what you're seeing? Yeah, you do, w- well, it kind of gives me an option to do two different things. Obviously, it gives me the option to scramble out, I and mean, we had Travis kind of on that little route, but he took so many people with him, um, and I, I saw that defense end just get enough uh, upfield, and I wasn't enough room for, for me to do the underhand shovel, so I just had to find a way to get it to Jarek, and uh, he able to was able to make a tough catch in traffic and get in the end zone. What have
2: you seen from Geno this year that's allowed him to
4: be so successful in Seattle? Yeah, I mean, he, he get, first off, I mean, every throw he throws is like a perfect spiral. And, I mean, I know that, that gets taken for granted in this league, but, I mean, he throws a perfect spiral on every throw. Um, he's getting those receivers going. They have two great receivers um, with a lot of other guys, too, that have a lot of speed. Um, and so he's able to get those receivers going and, move, and take the shots from there but take underneath. Um, and they, they've had a lot of young guys step up. And so uh, Gino's uh, done a great job of taking advantage of what's there, um, and that's why he's had such a great season.
2: <clears throat> what have you made of the emergence of Jarek McKinnon at the age of 30, and what does it mean to you both as a pass protector and
4: what he can do for you guys with the ball in the hands? Yeah, he's just a true professional. Um, he does everything the right way when he's in the building. Um, he's taking care of his body every single day, um, and he does everything, like I said, he does everything the right way. So he protects well, he runs routes well, he runs the ball well. Um, and so we can have him in there and, and trust that he's going to know exactly the, the protection assignment, where to be at on time, um, and whenever we give him the runs, he's going to make plays happen. And so uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great player, um, but even a, great, a better dude. And I think that's why everybody uh, loves having him on the team.
3: What's Seattle's defense uh, for you guys?
4: Um, I, I mean, I think the the biggest thing is they have a lot of talented young players. I mean, first of all, they have the, the linebacker fifty six from Texas Tech. I'm just saying, uh, he, he's a he's like leading the the league in tackles. Um, so he's a, he's a great player to have in the middle there. And then they have the uh, young corner also from Texas uh, that uh, is leading the league in interceptions. So uh, they got a lot of young. Talented players that play very hard. I mean, Coach Carroll, every one of his teams is going to play extremely hard. And uh, they're fighting for a playoff spot, so they're going to be a great challenge for us to go out there and try to, to find a way to, to get a win.
3: It looks like, I mean, you guys were playing in Texas last week. You only had one win, they were fighting all the way through. There's, we're at that point of the year where some people are eliminated, but they're still really fighting. Have you seen, is it different this year than it's ever been uh, in your career? How? how... People aren't just giving up.
4: It seems like there's a lot of really competitive games, at least last week. Well, yeah, I mean, I think uh especially... Uh, if you look around the league, I think everybody's still almost everybody's still in it. It still has a chance. And so everybody's playing hard to try to try to do whatever they can to per, to get it to the playoffs. Um and then when you play teams like the Texans, they have a lot of young dudes that are trying to prove their spot in this league. Um as well as some veterans that are that are that are vets and know how to do it the right way. And so uh I think it just goes to the how the teams are coached, the type of players that they have, and the Texans played hard and i I know this week the Seahawks will. It right. seems like gonna be cold Saturday and changes for you. I no, I'll throw that little neck Warmer thing that I always throw on that doesn't look great, but it keeps my neck warm. But uh, yeah, I'm not am not a big like throw a glove on guy or anything like that. So that's about that's about it. We'll go out there and play. It's still football at the end of the day.
0: It seems like at this stage you're really comfortable working the pocket when the protection is good and even on plays when it could be better. Where where do you feel like your knack is with the offensive line, right?
4: Yeah, I think they're doing a great job. I mean, um, I think early in the game last week, they, they had a few uh, mishaps here and there, and they took it upon themselves. And they had, they, other than that, they protected great the entire game. And when, able to, when, it, when we're able to run the ball like we did, especially in that second half, it opens up everything else. Um, and I think that's why we had uh, so much success in the second half, moving the ball up and down the field. Uh, so now it's just executing uh, and trying to get into goal range or get into the end zone. And uh, I think the offensive line's getting better and better each and every game. I think, uh, looks like
3: McColl's going to be back on se- uh, Saturday. What are
4: your expectations for him, given he's missed so much time now? Yeah, I mean, he's been ready to go, man. He's been trying to get back uh, as quickly as possible. He still has that great energy that he has in the locker room, and uh, we'll get him in there. Uh, we'll get him in there, hopefully, uh, if everything goes well this week and let him uh, kind of get back into the role that he was in. Um, but we have a lot of guys that are, are going to be shuffling in and out, and Coach Reed uh, let those guys know that everybody's going to get a chance to play and, and go out there and put their stamp on the game, and I think everybody's excited for it.
2: That's a good get- Overwhelming number of decisions you make are successful over all these years, but you still sort of talk about having to find that line. Is it, why is that? Is it because you have to? You want to be able to push the envelope all the time, and you just have to
4: yeah I mean I, I really think about it. yeah I want to always have that aggressiveness to me uh, I think that's what's got me here that's who I am um, but just finding that 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 spot where you can be aggressive but still take what's underneath and that's something that i that I'll continue to work on to get better and better at and it, it it's week to, it's week to week it's not just a one season versus another you have to make sure you look at the tape see if you were aggressive enough or not and then uh, make that decision from there and try to come back with that same mentality the next week and you
2: feel like actually you have to kind of always be going through that to feel like you're staying on the razors edge like, like you better be Feel like you are pushing
1: it. Is that
4: kind of.? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always want to be just pushing it to where it's just right at the edge. And I think that's something that, uh, that's that's who I am. Um, it gives guys chances to make plays. And I think that's what, uh, I think we're coached that way. As coach Reed wants us to go out there and push it, uh, push it to the, the right limit, and then uh, just don't go past it.
3: One of the tough things for running backs, young running backs, especially, is the pass protection part of it. You know, you got to want to do it and you got to know where to go. <laughs> like maybe Isaiah had a mistake or two early in the game. It, how much help can you provide him? Back there in shotgun, just reminded him some of the protections and things, and how is he taking to learning on the job?
4: Yeah, I mean it's 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 it's, a, it's kind of a thing where he know he knew where he was supposed to be on that protection. The linebacker did one of those, like, rush, we call it rush to cover, where he's really kind of guarding Isaiah in man coverage, but he just rushes uh, to try to keep him inside. And it, it's a dangerous game because you want him to protect that guy, but if he releases and I'm throwing him the ball, uh, then there's no one covering him. So it's kinda, we just have to be on the same page in that sense. Uh, but I, he's done a great job of it all year, um, and all the running backs have. And we have a... A pretty, I would say a pretty complicated system of protections, and they do a great job of, of being in the right spot when they need to be. Um, and that that I, that's a credit to G. Lou. It's a credit to, to Coach Heck, um, G. Lou, and Coach Lewis, and all all those guys of making sure those guys are in the right spot, protecting, but at the same time getting out when they need to get out.
2: Is it harder to get guys to lock in when it's Christmas week? A lot of family stuff. You got a short week plan on a Saturday. Is
3: it harder to get people to focus in?
4: Um, I think it can be, but I think it's, we, get, we got the luck of the schedule where we're playing Saturday morning, um, Christmas Eve, so hopefully you go out there and try to win the game, and then you can have all the family in town. Coach Reed will give us Sunday off, Christmas Day off, so you, our, the schedule worked out perfect for us to go out there, have some fun on Christmas Eve, uh, try to get a win, and then have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off. Okay, thanks, Patrick. Thanks, thanks, thanks
3: a lot. Hey, Nick, yeah. um, the last couple of weeks you guys have had a few quick changes after like an interception or a fumble and mm. haven't been able to stop and hold the field goals or things. Is mm. there any thread you guys can put on the fact mm. that the touchdowns have been coming after those instead of earlier in the year? It seems like you guys did a little bit better job at that.
5: Yeah, I feel like in those sudden change situations, uh, we just got to find a way to get out the field or whether it be better tackling. Uh, I thought like a couple of couple teams uh, down the stretch in the coverage uh, could have been a little bit better. Um, we had a couple times we could have kept the quarterbacks out of the pocket uh, this past week. And um, those small, just small things and details we've got to clean up uh, as we keep going forward. Um, I feel like we had a good uh, first, second down, and then we have like either a bad third down or just like a second down. Led to a long run, um, kind of went on the sideline on us. So it's execution. I uh, just got to be a little better in the game plan. Just play a little bit faster, play a little bit better. I think what you think of Willie's effort on that fumble recovery to wrestle the ball away? Oh, yeah, supreme effort, man. And that's uh, kind of what we rely on. We're, uh relentlessness at the end of the game and um uh frank did a hell of a job uh, he got knocked down uh beginning of the play i got up and just kept fighting and um uh, actually uh, ended up knocking the ball out uh willie was was actually right beside the tackle and um actually got didn't got the ball so i uh, was just guys playing fast having fun man uh, it was great to uh, finally get a win that way it's
3: not easy to field. get in that in a scrum like that mm-hmm. fight like that it's tough right yeah. i mean what's what happens down there who's yelling our ball and because of mm-hmm. Everyone was pointing in every direction in that. Take
5: us inside one of those scrums. Yeah, uh, I guess the ball's on the ground. and just like a mass scramble. I just started trying to punch the ball. Out. I didn't know where the ball was at. Uh, really, to be honest with you, and I don't think anybody did. Uh, just one of those things where I just ended up with Willie's hands, and he um, just secured it, wrapped it away from everybody else. and was able to get out the pile with it. Um, so that's kind of the way I can explain it.
2: When you see your name up on that Pro Bowl list, is it surreal mm-hmm. that that's actually you that people are voting for? that this coming true?
5: I actually haven't seen it, uh, but uh, I guess it is kind of uh, surreal for me. Um, I guess it's just a, a testament of just coming in every single day, and just trying to get a little bit better. Um, shout out goes to Chiefs Kingdom, um, people in Columbia, my family, uh, friends, uh, all contributing to voting. And so uh, that's just special uh, for that. But again, it's bigger goals in mind and just trying to get better every single week.
2: What stands out to you the most when you, when you pop on the film about the Seahawks offense? What are the things that
5: you need to be aware of? Oh, they're man. man. Uh, running back, uh, I got a rookie running back from uh, Michigan State. Uh, that guy's a ball player, man. Um, I kind of watch his tape a lot. Uh, I watched him a lot when he's in college. Um, and then I just watched him a lot um, this past couple of days. And uh, he's a good football player, uh, along with D.K. Metcalf on the outside, Tyler Lockett. And, and Gino's doing a hell of a job, man, uh, especially bootlegs, getting down perimeter, uh, and extending plays with his legs, man. Uh, again, i got a great offense and a great challenge for us. What
3: about the mindset? It's going to be really cold yeah. Saturday. Mm-hmm. You're a Texas kid. Mm-hmm. You, know, you played in some cold weather here and mm-hmm. there. It's probably as cold as you're going to play in mm-hmm. defensively. What do you
5: have to do with your mind to get out there and just go lay your helmet on somebody? Oh, man, we're fighting every single week to, uh, to try to win and, and try to get that first seed, and so that's kind of the mindset. Uh, we understand what we got in front of us, and uh, what we have to cons- consistently keep building how to get better um, in the playoffs. And so that's our mindset, and that's the only thing we're focused on this week.
3: Your Tigers are
5: playing in a bowl game uh, mm-hmm. coming up here this week. What are your thoughts on them uh, trying to bring home a bowl victory? Yeah, uh, we actually had a tough tough couple bowl games, uh, especially when I was there. I don't think we won one uh, when I was there. So I wish them the best of luck. I think mean, they got Wake Forest, I believe. Yeah, and they aren't there in, uh, in Temple, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I wish them guys good luck. I'm going to talk to my boy Chad sometime today uh, and wish them good luck and give them a hard time, too. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks,
5: Nick. Appreciate it.